Hi, and welcome to the Milk and Coffee Podcast, your coffee break for the ears. My name is Ava, and I want to invite you to slow down, simplify, and explore the art of cozy living with me. This is your invitation to embrace a more nourishing way of being. So grab a cup and get comfortable. I'm so happy you are here. Hey, hey, welcome back, sweet friends, lovers of the sun, Huyi enthusiasts, slow living epicures and simplicity savants. Sorry, I'm feeling a bit giddy today because it's only a few days until our vacation. My mother and my nephew and godson flew in from Germany and we are going to drive down to the Gulf Shore together. Quite the road trip, but we love a good road trip. In the beginning of my marriage and when I first moved to the United States, I flew home almost every year, um, sometimes twice a year. But now with three kids and one son with a rare genetic condition that causes autism, travel has become a bit more complicated to say the least and certainly a whole lot more pricey. So between all of that and then COVID in the last couple of years, we have only made it back to Bavaria, which is where I'm from, every other winter. And I'm just so grateful. I mean, like no words will ever describe grateful for my mother who visits us regularly in every place that we live, even if it's not the most attractive destination. This will be her fourth time traveling to Oklahoma. And I, I really felt in my heart that I just wanted to do something really special for her this time around. And when I was a child, she took me to the beach in Northern Italy. And we also visited the beach together up in the Pacific Northwest when me and my husband had just gotten married and lived in the Seattle area. But we never visited a more bluish turquoise tropical sort of beach with these white soft sands and so I'm just beyond grateful that we had the financial freedom this year to book this trip and take her along and I hope it will be a wonderful one with many new sights and experiences for us together and of course Hopefully, we will all return safe and happy and grateful and full of joy and super relaxed. How about you? Do you generally love to travel? Have you ever lived abroad or maybe even left your home country altogether? If you have, I'm sure you can relate to the immense joy I'm feeling about my mother's visit. Are you going anywhere this summer or have you already done so? Um, reach out to me, write me on Instagram or send me an email. I would really love to hear. Anyway, so the other day as I was looking at my quite minimal wardrobe, I was thinking back on the days when my wardrobe really was anything but. In my late teens and early 20s, I sort of tried to match Carrie Bradshaw and her obsession for high heels, and I had a new outfit ready to go, um, to party all the time. And I remembered some vacations that I took back then that I would buy several new articles of clothing just for that trip. And so as I started pondering on that and also how often 
when I used to pack for a trip, I would pack just the most outrageous things. I felt like, hmm, maybe this would make the perfect summer podcast episode because there is no way that I am the only one who fell into this very maximalist vacation packing trap. So today I want to explore a simple vacation wardrobe and how I look at it now. Now that I have turned um, into quite the minimalist when it comes to my life and especially my wardrobe. If you are wondering what has led me to minimalize uh, my wardrobe, then I have to say it's probably two main reason, reasons. The first one is to reduce my mental load. And the second one is to reduce my ecological footprint. Now, fast fashion has a significant impact on climate change with its very unsustainable production and consumption practices. The fashion industry is estimated to be responsible for about 10% of global carbon emissions. And equally disturbing, it takes an immense amount of water to produce textiles. One cotton tea requires up to 2,700 liters. So that's more than 700 gallons, my US friends, of water from from going to, from crop to shelf. And I always love to use the example of the cotton tea because it is something we can buy so cheaply and we buy as a quick basic. When in fact, the production really is anything but basic. We acquire cotton teas that no one truly needs and often no one wears. Um, like we, we receive cotton teas like right from all kinds of events like random fundraisers or as a prank gift or at sporting events. And we really don't think very hard about what is required to make that tea. In addition to all the problems in the production of fashion, there is also the problem of the throwaway culture and textile waste. According to the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, we burn or toss in the landfill about one garbage truck of textiles per second. Per second. Not to even go into the chemical pollution and the toxins we wear on our skin and the harmful toxins that the people that make our clothes are subject to. And deforestation comes to mind as well and microplastic pollution. I could really do a whole episode just on the problems of fast fashion, but not today. Because today I'm in the mood to come up with things that make us feel really good about a simple wardrobe. And while all these numbers can be a fuel to get us there, let's face it, they're also quite depressing. If you want to do that to yourself today, then I would say go watch The True Cost today and let it kind of wreck your world a little bit. <laughs> And then um, you're probably going to start minimizing your wardrobe. Anyways, um, I love a simpler wardrobe. And I would love to do many more episodes that talk about that. But for today, I want to hone in on a simple vacation wardrobe. So all the clothes that we bring on a trip. And also kind of look into why so many of us buy more things to go on vacation that they would have otherwise not purchased. Okay, so here are, in um, no particular order, all my insights on simple vacation wardrobes. And this will be a mix of practical tips and a little bit of emotional explorations. One question that I have been pondering on is 
why do we feel the need to leave for vacation with new wardrobe items? Or why do we feel we need to pack like particularly fancy clothing? Like the point of going away is to come home with greater well-being and more relaxed than when we left. We want to gain experiences and grow and gain knowledge and, you know, deepen our family relations or fuel our passionate flame and definitely calm our nervous system. We go away to have fun, right? Like we go away to experience joy and to sort of return to ourselves in a way. So why is it that we feel we have to dress to impress? Wouldn't all the things I just mentioned lead to the conclusion that we would be best served dressing in our most unique to us, comforting to us clothing? You know, that jeans and t-shirt that all your friends immediately identify as your look or your go-to mom uniform or the fabrics that feel like second skin. Like I personally love gauze and linen or, you know, that comfy sweater that already feels like a mini vacation anytime you put it on. Now, I, I really don't have all the answers to this, but I definitely have some open-ended questions for us here. Do we feel we need to dress up because traditionally we have always taken more photos on vacation? And has the incline of social media in our lives led to us never truly retrieving, but instead putting on a curated version of ourselves on vacation? Are we maybe dressing up for the image? Even though we paid a lot of money to just feel relaxed? Now, would it feel nourishing to wear our old trusted wardrobe staples and maybe our most natural look when it comes to makeup when we are traveling? Have I let myself be heavily influenced by other people's outfits and vacation photos or fashion trends and I'm packing items that are not truly me? So I'm aware that like climate and weather may bring on the necessity to pack practical weather-appropriate clothing and definitely activity-appropriate clothing when preparing for a vacation. So if you need to buy gear or new clothing for a very specific adventure, then I think there's nothing wrong with that. I feel it could still be a great option to browse um, thrift stores and secondhand sites like Facebook Marketplace or Kittison or Vinted if you're in Europe. And... I bet you that most of what you need is already available for cheap on one of these sites. Also, make sure you sift through what you already have. Especially if you keep a seasonal wardrobe like me, you may actually be surprised about how many hats and gloves or shoes with good traction you will meet again once you take those seasonal boxes down from the shelf. Generally, I think it's a great idea to plan ahead really well not only about the weather and culture that we're going to, um, but yeah, all our planned activities and, and really think about what is it that we actually need. I think we need to heavily differentiate between buying a new bathing suit for a vacation because 
we haven't done so since before our last pregnancy and our bodies have changed so much. Because I think in that case, buying a new item could actually lead to increased self-esteem and that amazing, cozy body love feeling. Versus the shadow side would be, you know, buying three new bikinis because we just couldn't decide what color we like best. And we have this vision of us laying by the beach with all these cute new bikinis, um, even though the reality is that we'll just be chasing our kids around anyways. A more minimal vacation wardrobe, I think, is a good idea, not just because of the environment or to stay true to ourselves, but also because of cost. Now, the chances are you have already spent a pretty decent amount on your travel and your accommodations. So is it worth it to go even more into a financial stretch for your vacation? I mean, let's ask ourselves if the cost of these new items will actually add to our relaxation or maybe instead take away from it. When you co- when we come back and our bank accounts and our travel savings have been completely drained. I think it's a good piece of advice to always shop your own wardrobe first and to use Pinterest to inspire you. But instead of pinning like a multitude of photos that show women and mothers with vastly different budgets and different bodies and different travel destinations, see if you can particularly search for outfits that include items that you already have. You know, instead of typing in summer 23 beach outfit, you could type in flowery flowery dress Birkenstock cardigan combo (laughs) or linen pants t-shirt outfits. I, I guarantee you that you already have all the cute clothes you will need to look wonderful, but maybe you just need a bit more creativity and imagination to see the beauty in these old pieces again. Why not freshen something up by borrowing a purse or a hat from a friend? I mean, swapping clothing and accessories is a very cost effective and sustainable way to play with fashion. Another advice I have for you is do not pack anything you haven't worn in months. Like, let me just say that again. Do not pack it if you haven't worn it. Now, that is definitely something I've done before where during packing my luggage, I see this blouse or blazer or dress that seemed like such a great idea for this fancy dinner, but there is is really no good reason um, to pack it because... If you haven't worn it, there's a reason for that. It probably doesn't fit well or doesn't make us feel good or it is not realistic with our lifestyle anymore. And here's the thing. You might be a mother on vacation, but you are still a mother. And being able to move freely and joyfully and be comfortable in your own skin and your new body are as important as ever. Don't trap yourself in illusions of things you will do on your vacation that you don't do at home. If your child has a 6 p.m. bedtime or is very much in a food-throwing stage, you are most likely not have a great time in that fancy, tight, short dress you envisioned for a late-night fancy resort dinner. And that just goes into the questions, which vacations are even the most nourishing to us at any given stage of life, right? So... If you haven't worn it, don't pack it. And generally, don't overpack. You don't need all these clothes. Seriously, take them back out. 
if you can only bring a small carry-on, then save space by, by choosing lightweight fabric. This is obviously implying you're going to a warm weather destination. <laughs> and limit yourself on shoes. Seriously, it doesn't matter. No one actually notices you're changing footwear as much as you think. And just make sure they're comfortable and allow you to have the fun and the adventures that you are craving. Check your laundry options or pack some eco-friendly stain remover soap bar that may make packing way easier because you can just relieve yourself of that, of that worry that you might run out of clothes because you can always spot clean something or sink clean and an item and hang dry it. It will be okay. Know that you are beautiful. You are loved, right? Your kids think you are the prettiest woman in the world. Your partner thinks you're the prettiest woman in the world. Those clothes in your suitcase won't change any of that. The clothing in your suitcase, as long as destination appropriate, won't determine the outcome of your time together. So, as with a minimal simple wardrobe at home, a simple wardrobe on vacation will, will help you start your day more easily with less decision fatigue, it will allow you to focus on what truly matters. It will make you feel comfortable and confident because you have items with you that you genuinely love and that are authentic to you. And I think that will radiate a particular beautiful energy when meeting new interesting people on your travels. And of course, you will carry that feel-good feeling of a reduced ecological footprint and the freedom from materialism. So, bon voyage. I hope some of this was valuable to you. Or maybe even just like got you thinking a little bit. I came up with this rather spontaneous as I was as I was kind of pondering, you know, over vacations and my wardrobe. So if it's going through my mind, you know, chances are it's going through somebody else's mind too. <laughs> Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And please share this podcast with your fellow travelers, because in order for it to take off, it takes a whole crew. <laughs> Sorry again for the silly puns. I'm clearly ready for some time away, and I'm giddy with excitement, so forgive, forgive me. I'm going to talk to you soon, my friends. Take good care of yourself. Bye. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that this episode left you inspired to seek a slower, more intentional life. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave me a review, let me know where you like to listen to my podcast, or write to me. And most importantly, tell all your friends about Milk and Coffee. For more nourishing lifestyle inspiration, supportive mindset shifts, and all the coziness, follow me on Instagram at ava.maria.smith and subscribe to my Substack called Milk and Coffee. Or go to my webpage, www.avamariasmith.com. I would love to talk more. Remember, slow living is a journey, and I'm here for you. Take a deep breath now, and seek the beauty of this day. How lucky are we to be alive? <laughs>